Hey, happy Saturday, everyone. Welcome to another podcast episode of The Daily Mind. It is I, your host. How is everyone's day going? Hopefully very well. Already in the middle of the weekend, blah, 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 all that good stuff. Yeah, just kind of chilling today. Nothing too crazy. Um, just kind of resting up from a long week. Um, getting back from leave and all this other stuff is just a lot. So I'm just kind of chilling out today. But um, today, I'm just going to get right into it. Uh, today episode is going to be... Um, but the last episode I, I did, not of, of New York, this is basically like part three, um, I did of the worst neighborhoods. But of course, hmm, that's another New York tone right there. <laughs> yeah, turn that down. Um, I did the worst neighborhoods on one of the segments, um, part two, but not all is bad with New York. So of course, there are what is considered the best neighborhoods. Now, I found a list um, on this website. It was It's called Travel, Travel Lemming. And they have a list of what they think is the best neighborhoods. Now, I do have some idea of some good neighborhoods that may not make it on this list. So I'll try to add on to it. Um, because again, New York City is an amazing place. I, I don't, I've been to many a city. I've been to Rome. Um, I've been to, I, I've been to Dublin. I've been to London. I, those cities, they're great in their own right, but not, not, to, not holding a candle to New York City. It's just something unique, a 24 hour subway system. Um, a show everywhere you go, whether it be good or bad. There's always something going on. Okay, so I'm going to get right into that list of the 15 best um, neighborhoods in New York City. Now, this thing was published... <laughs> wow, this was published last month, actually. So this is actually a pretty up-to-date um, list. Now, of course, my New York listeners, you may or may not agree with this list. Again, long-time New Yorkers like myself may think differently, but I, I I tend to agree with some of the stuff that's on this list, to be honest with you, um, in terms of the neighborhoods. And again, I have some neighborhoods I think that are pretty good in itself. All right. So, yeah, here we go. 15 best New York City neighborhoods in 2023. I'm going to just get right into it. Um, there's no particular order. I'm just going to go down the list. There's no 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. It's just what it is. Now, on here, it also gives somewhat stats. I'm not going to read all through about the, you know, these neighborhoods. I'll read a little tidbit here and there, but they actually do have uh, pros and cons. Okay, so I'm going to give you my spiel on each of these neighborhoods too. Okay, so the first one they have on here out of the 15 best is the Upper West Side. It's a well-loved urban neighborhood with lots of personality and an ideal location bordering Central Park. Now, when you think up, when I think Upper West Side, I think of Seinfeld because Seinfeld takes place in the Upper West Side on the TV show. The Upper West Side is pretty affluent. It is very expensive. Yes, it, it oversees, overlooks Central Park, and you can actually see the Upper East Side, depending on what building and direction you're facing. On the other side of Central Park, you'll see the Upper East Side. Um, it says here, though, for the Upper East Side, um, it says, despite its appeal to a younger crowd, it also is a great place for families. It is uh, home to some of the most elite private schools in all of the five boroughs, which is absolutely true. Very yuppie area, um, <laughs> very affluent. Okay, children are probably getting the absolute best education for around $25,000, $30,000 a year. Okay, so it does have here the pearls of the Upper West Side, okay? The Upper West Side pearls is a perfect central location. This is true. Um, home to the Museum of Natural History and more. Yep, and there's a couple of subway lines that run up through there too. Um, along Central Park, you have the A, B, C, and D lines, and a little bit west, you got the uh, one, two, and three lines. So it is somewhat accessible to subways. Um, it's close to Central Park and Riverside Park. Endless restaurant and bars. I mean, it's what you would expect from Upper East Side. I mean, I mean Upper West Side. It's always been uh, 
well off, I guess you can say, um, out of the neighborhoods in Manhattan. I mean, come on, if you live near Central Park, you're balling. You're balling, absolute balling. And it's not too far from Lincoln Center, too. Lincoln Center is not is pretty much right there. So yeah, it's an ideal place for kids because you got parks, you got museums, you got all these things that is for the family. So I mean, undoubtedly, it's definitely I would say one of the best neighborhoods as far as now crime. Not too sure about the crime up there, but I'm pretty sure being near Central Park is always a surprise somewhere. Okay, so the next neighborhood it has here. Oh, actually, no, wait, this not all is good with the uh, Upper West Side. It also has the cons of the Upper West Side. Um, and the cons here is just one, extremely high rental prices. I mean, what do you expect? It's the Upper East Side. It's Manhattan. You're going to find high rent everywhere unless you're living in a shack with random people. In a, in a closet space. But yes, it is very expensive. But I mean, if that's the only con, if you're well off, that's the least of your worries. Um, people pay for convenience and location. So, you know, you're going to pay quite a bit to that. Okay, so now the twin to the Upper West Side is the Upper East Side, which is on the eastern side, obviously, of Manhattan. Um, got the four, five, and six subway lines. You got Fifth Avenue that runs through there. FDR Drive, all that cool stuff. Um, it says here that it's a high-end district known for museums, luxury shopping, and being a major filming location for Sex in the City. Not that I really care about the show anyway. Okay, so look, it says here the pros of the Upper East Side, okay? I've walked, I've parlayed through the Upper East Side. It is pretty much like the Upper West Side, okay? Um, lots of ritzy people. A lot of famous celebrities live there and have lived there at some point in time. And it's right near Central Park. And it's Fifth Avenue. So... It says, the pros of the Upper East Side, an abundance of housing options, upscale atmosphere, and lots of museums. The cons is insane traffic and limited places to park. Absolutely. And Fifth Avenue is absolute insanity. Uh, good luck trying to park on it. In fact, I don't even think you could really park on Fifth Avenue. And then the streets to the side um, are pretty dense. Okay. Um, a lot of these apartment buildings don't have um, private garages um, which is why parking is extremely limited in those areas. But other than that, um, to me, it, it's it's okay. It's not really appealing, okay? Um, if you're a messenger, you definitely get some good tips up there, that's for sure, um, or delivery guy. Um, or if you're a concierge, if you're a concierge in one of those buildings, you're definitely, you're definitely pretty set. Some of those concierge and doormen, they stay there for years because their clientele, the people that live in them buildings – yeah, they, they hook them up. They hook them up. All right, so the next neighborhood here uh, on this list, kind of a confusing one, is Greenwich Village. Now, Greenwich Village, <clears throat> excuse me, Greenwich Village is probably one of my favorite neighborhoods. Now, of course, uh, Greenwich, Greenwich, ugh, Greenwich Village, okay, um, as people know, is a very big LGBTQ community. Um, it's been like that for years, even when it was like super taboo back in the 50s and 60s. It's always been kind of like that beatnik type, expressionist type neighborhood. Um, sits just about uh, a little bit above like lower Manhattan and stuff like that. Uh, one, of, one of the familiar parts of that area is the, the basketball park that's there. It's been it's a legendary basketball park right there off of West 4th Street subway station. There's a McDonald's right there, all that cool stuff. A lot of a lot of celebrities, a lot of games. Cool stuff happening there, and there's like that cigar place. Okay, so Greenwich Village, it says here, it's a colorful and artistic neighborhood that's home to some of the best restaurants in the world. Okay, the pros to this place um, is that it's a rich culture and history, terrific shopping and dining, and close to other major neighborhoods. Also, again, it is extremely 
LGBTQ friendly because it's it's predominantly that in the neighborhood and is you know again it's it's a safe haven for a lot of people as well, um, and of course they have um, I believe they have the Halloween um, they have the Halloween parade I think around that around that area too so that's also pretty cool. Now the cons of course is extremely expensive. And also, it's overrun with students from NYC colleges. And most of those students aren't even New Yorkers. So you can imagine how annoying that shit is because they're, like, from NYU, which is not that far away, and what other, whatever other schools is there. But, no, uh, Greenwich Village is a nice little cool little, little place if you can afford it. Again, a lot of these neighborhoods on this list seem to be in Manhattan. But if I have enough time, I could throw you some neighborhoods in the other boroughs. Not really care about Staten Island too much. I'm not even going to get into Staten Island. It's its own little shit in itself. Um, but yeah, so, uh, let's see, there's Greenwich village and then there's the East village, um, East village, a funky neighborhood with lots of food and shopping that was home to influential artists, musicians, and writers. Now it says here, the pros to this place, um, of the East village is cheaper than other Manhattan boroughs, unique background as home to artists and lively nightlife scene. Also too, um, there's a little area called alphabet city where you got Avenue A, B, C, D, um, it's right over by the Williamsburg Bridge. Um, you got Delancey Street that's over in that area. Um, also, it's it's a very big Hispanic population over in the, in the East Village as well, uh, Lower East Side area. The constant is that there's not enough subway stops in the area, and it gets loud on the weekends. Now, I don't know what the hell they mean by it gets loud. Perhaps maybe they're, they're trying to make a reference to the housing projects that's not too far from there or just the nightclubs or whatever may potentially be there. But it's not one of my favorite neighborhoods, but it's pretty nice. And I, and I will have to agree about the subway thing. Um, it's not really accessible as much, but you may have to walk a bit. But and that's the thing about Manhattan. You never really have to walk too far to a train station. So I think you'll be okay. Now moving on to Queens. Thank goodness. Not every good neighborhood is in fucking Manhattan. Okay, now Bayside, Queens. Okay, Bayside, Queens is an interesting combo of suburban and urban energy in a waterfront neighborhood. Now, I'm very familiar with Bayside because I used to live not too far from there. Um, I used to live in College Point, which is an awesome neighborhood in itself. Uh, Bayside is pretty pretty wealthy, upper-middle-class type neighborhood. Um, beautiful homes over there if you can afford it. Um, it says here, the pros is plenty of homes and apartments, top-notch schools, very safe area, and a nice mix of urban and suburban. Yes, you get the urb you get a, a suburban landscape with an urban flair because you still see city buses and pizzerias and all that cool stuff. Um, it's kind of like a happy medium. Now the cons it says here is that the long subway rides to Brooklyn or Manhattan. Now Bayside don't really have subways at all. The furthest, the closest train um, from there is the seven train. You will have to take a bus to Flushing or you can even take the Long Island Railroad. The Long Island Railroad will take you much faster into the city. Yeah, you'll pay a little bit more. Um, but other than that, there's buses and stuff that could get you to these places. So it's not that far away. You're never too far from a bus or a subway in New York. So, I mean, it's not a bad spot. Now, this next one, which is funny because in another, when I did the worst neighborhoods um, episode, it had the financial district as the worst neighborhood, but in this one, it has it on the list of the best neighborhoods, the <laughs> financial district. Um, it says a maze of towering skyscrapers that belong to some of the most powerful corporations in the world. Now, it says here the, the pros about living in this area. Um, oh, my God. I, I swear, I, I can't stand this new New York thing where people just make up things. Now they call it, now they call it FIDI or FIDI, F-I-D-I, financial district. Pros of Feedy. No, we're just going to say the pros of the financial district. Fuck out of here with that. Um, it says it's the heart of New York City. Lots of public transportation options. 
excellent shopping scene. I will say um, the heart of New York City to me would be Times Square. I wouldn't say it's the financial district. Not a lot of tourists go to the financial district unless they want to see Wall Street and that bull, the bronze bull that everybody takes a picture with the nutsack. Other than that, no. And excellent um, public transportation options, yeah. You can virtually catch damn near any train down there. Um, and also, too, there's a Staten Island Ferry and all this other cool stuff. And excellent shopping scene, yeah. Absolutely. I would say these things are very much true, but I don't agree with the idea that it's the heart of New York City. No, that to me would be uh, Times Square. Now, the cons, of course, living in the financial district is super busy, lacking nightlife. Everything closes pretty early. I will agree with all three of those things. Nobody wants to club at the fucking financial district. When Wall Street closes down, when the bell when the stock market bell closes for the day, yeah, that's when everything really does start closing early. Um, and of course, it's always super busy. It just said it had a, nothing but a bunch of corporations. Big money works down there. So things are going to be moving. You will see some tourists because I remember the last time I went down there, there was quite a bit of tourism going on down there. So, I mean, yeah, but it, again, not the heart of New York City. Absolutely not. Um, now, this next one, Brooklyn Heights, okay? I never, I live not that far from Brooklyn Heights. Again, I, I, I grew up a little bit in Fort Greene, Brooklyn. Uh, now, Brooklyn Heights, ooh, one of the most expensive uh, parts of Brooklyn. Uh, it says here, a cozy, a, adorable neighborhood with tree-lined streets and some of the tastiest pizza around. Now, I cannot confirm or deny that because I can't remember the last time I ever had a pizza from Brooklyn Heights. Okay, but it does say the pros about living in Brooklyn Heights. I will tell you, though, off the brink, you're going to get a beautiful fucking view of Manhattan. It's like right there. Um, the pros are here. It says overall gorgeous neighborhood aesthetically, close to many public transportation routes. Anything you could want is nearby. Lots of bars, restaurants, parks, etc. I agree. Yeah, all this stuff is absolutely true. Um, downtown Brooklyn, not too far from there. Lots of transportation. It's a big uh, transportation hub of buses, subways, Long Island Railroad ain't that far from there. You'll get a, probably a little bit of a walk, but you'll be okay. Um, a lot of restaurants, definitely. Flatbush Avenue is not too far from there. Uh, Junior's Cheesecake Place, all that stuff. And then, of course, all the little bistros and stuff that's been opening up for the hipster community. And then uh, the cons, of course. <clears throat> Street parking is impossible if you have a car. Most apartments don't have elevators. And it's difficult to find reasonably priced accommodations, which is all true. Now, street parking is impossible, but a lot of those residents don't really um, – most of them, I would say, take the subway. Now, I've, I will say driving through Brooklyn Heights is a fucking nightmare. Absolute fucking nightmare. Um, and as far as apartments that don't have elevators, I, I don't know what to say about that. I haven't been to many apartments in Brooklyn Heights ever. Um, and reasonably priced accommodations. Now, I don't know what they mean by reasonably priced accommodations. It's a very affluent area. So I'm assuming people who live there have money. So something that's a reasonably priced accommodation may not mean very much to the people that live there. I don't know. All right, still, next one in Brooklyn. Here we go. Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Williamsburg, the most hipster of places in Brooklyn. It says it's a notoriously hipster neighborhood with a happening nightlife and indie music scene. What's funny about um, Williamsburg, when I was growing up, it was a predominantly Jewish neighborhood. It still is, but uh, the Jewish population is in like this, this sort of pocket area near the BQE, and they're still there to this day. Um, now, Williamsburg is also, uh, I guess, cool, too, but it's also one of those not-so-safe neighborhoods, too. you got to be kind of careful over there. Um, the pros, it says, of Williamsburg is that there are lots of parks around the area, amazing arts and music scene, plenty of places to eat and drink, and easy trip to Manhattan. Yeah, I mean, because 
Williamsburg is going through that whole gentrification process for sure. I mean, the scene has changed so vastly in the past 10, maybe even 15 years. You understand what I'm saying? It's pushing a lot of the older residents out of there because, again, things are getting super expensive. But, yeah, Williamsburg is a very artsy, hipster, cool vibe type place. Um, but there are some parts of Williamsburg you do got to be a little bit careful of. But it's definitely up and coming. A lot of the industrial area has been renovated and changed over to more of a residential thing. Williamsburg was a very uh, industrial place, especially since it wasn't too far from the Brooklyn Navy Yard, which built some of our warships. So now that that whole, you know, they're not building ships no more, obviously, but um, the dynamic there has totally changed a lot. Now the cons um, says here, many consider it to be overrated. One of the most gentrified Brooklyn neighborhoods and it's expensive. Yeah, two of those kind of go hand in hand. One of the most gentrified Brooklyn neighborhoods, and it's expensive because of it's one of the most gentrified Brooklyn neighborhoods. A lot of people are coming from out of state to come here, and they have money, and landlords love it because they jack the rent up for everything, and they know people, they know these new people are gonna pay the rent because it's the idea of living in Brooklyn. Because a lot of these people that are moving to the city, if they tried this shit 30 years ago, 25 years ago, they would not have moved. But because the city somehow gotten safer over time and the real estate market totally changed, now they feel compelled and they feel like this is the time to move. But I'm telling you, like these neighborhoods, Williamsburg and all that stuff, you stay the hell out of it. You stay away from that neighborhood altogether. And especially this next one, this next neighborhood used to be crazy too. Hell's Kitchen um, in Manhattan. It says it's a haven for food from all around the globe that is close to major New York City tourist attractions. Okay, Hell's Kitchen used to be a fucking shithole, um, even despite the name. Um, it says here, now, the pros of living in Hell's Kitchen. Now, Hell's Kitchen is a small little pocket area um, just about north of the Garment District on, uh, and about north of the Port Authority bus terminal. Okay, um, It says, pros of Hell's Kitchen. It says it's somewhat affordable compared to other Manhattan neighborhoods. It's easy to walk to Midtown, Chelsea, and Upper West Side, etc., near Central Park, and it's super LGBTQ plus friendly. That last one I didn't know because I I walked through Hell's Kitchen um, not too long ago last year. I mean, it's not – I mean, it, I don't doubt the fact that they are friendly to the LBTG, uh, LGBTQ community as much as Greenwich Village is. But maybe, like I said, things are changing throughout the city, and Hell's Kitchen is probably just as supportive as Greenwich Village. Now, the cons to this – is uh, close to Times Square and high property crime rate. Again, I guess crime is still kind of crazy over there because I'm telling you, take a walk by the Port Authority bus terminal. You'll see every crackhead scale sitting right outside of the Port Authority bus terminal every single day. And again, it's a walk away from Hell's Kitchen. But again, Hell's Kitchen, yeah, you're close to Times Square, so you're going to get a lot of tourists in that area. It's close to the Port Authority bus terminal, so you're going to get a lot of commuters in that area. So it's a very busy, busy spot. But being next to Times Square isn't exactly a bad thing either. I guess it depends on how you look at it. Now, this next neighborhood they got here listed is Park Slope, Brooklyn. A lovely, walkable neighborhood with brownstones, markets, and excellent schools. Um, my wife, um, no, she actually kind of was more into Sunset Park. But yeah, Park Slope. It says here it has many on uh, the pros. Many amazing restaurants, family-friendly community, close to big parks, and super clean. The cons is not the greatest nightlife scene. Very difficult to find parking. Okay, listen, we get it. All of New York is very difficult to find parking. Let's just let's just put it that way, okay? Let's just put it that way. Now, this next one is going to surprise the shit out of you. 
because it's surprising me right now, but honestly, it's not that much of a surprise. Okay. Harlem, Harlem, upper Manhattan is one of the safest neighborhoods right now. Remember what I said in the last episode of the worst neighborhoods was that 20 or so years ago, when I first seen a tour bus come through Harlem on 125th street, when the first Starbucks opened, when IHOP moved in, I knew that was it. Because go back to Harlem 25 plus years, you didn't step, if you were white, yes, I'm going to say if you were white or you were from out of town, you stepping in Harlem was a no-go, but that changed. So it says here, a hot spot for black music history featuring the famous Apollo Theater and the National Jazz Museum. Okay, uh, the pros of living in Harlem is rich culture and history, dynamic nightlife, affordable housing, has more of a community feel, plenty of access to public transportation. Yeah, I would agree with all that, um, especially the public transportation aspect. You can literally take a bus from 125th Street, take the M60 to LaGuardia Airport, so it's easy for like tourists um, flying in or whatever, take the bus, head over to Harlem. It is rich and fun um, area. Um, a lot of the locals, they're not too pleased with the shit that's happening, but you know, unfortunately, we had to deal with change. And I think it's changed for the better. I don't think it's really changed for the worse. You know what I mean? A lot of people like to keep the old style of ways. But what good that has that done for anyone? It, it's done nothing. I look at it as a win-win. Yeah, it's more money being pumped into the community. But on the flip side, it is also the money that is pushing people out. So, I mean, depending on what side of the coin you're on, you know, you're either getting fucked or you're not. Now, the cons of living in Harlem, it says it can get noisy. What the fuck do you expect? It's Manhattan. It, Manhattan is noisy. Uh, fewer accommodation options uh, for families of three and plus. I don't think that's true. Harlem is very family accommodating um, as far as places, houses, and stuff like that. I, I don't agree with that last one. But remember, this is an opinionated thing. Us New Yorkers may think otherwise. Um, this next one, Long Island City, Queens, one of my favorite neighborhoods. Um, it's become uh, somewhat of a waterfront thing now. There's so many condos and stuff. It's ridiculous. It says it's a waterfront neighborhood known for its stellar art scene and beautiful parks. Now, the pros of living in Long Island City, it says here, it's a huge neighborhood. Apartments have more space. Great views of the Manhattan skyline. It's right near Gantry Plaza State Park. The cons is one of the priciest neighborhoods in Queens. Yes, because it is so up and coming. In the past 10 years, I've seen so many skyscraper condos be built in Long Island City. It's scary. It doesn't even look like Long Island City no more. Back in the day... Long Island City used to be a very industrial neighborhood. There were factories, Sunshine Biscuits used to bake cookies over there. Ronzoni Pasta was also making pasta over there. Then you had the big Sunnyside Rail Yard that was there. They even had to downsize that to accommodate building more buildings. Now it's more of a residential area than it is industrial. All the industry moved out. You know, it, it, it totally has changed since my time coming up for sure. Um, but yeah, Long Island City is very pricey. <laughs> It is one of the fastest growing neighborhoods, I would say, in Queens, if not all of New York. All right, next one, I got about seven minutes, Astoria, Queens, one of my somewhat favorite neighborhoods. It says it's a hip neighborhood with delicious Greek eats, only a trip over the East River from Manhattan. The pros of living in there is easy to get to Midtown Manhattan, safe and quiet, tends to be more affordable, delicious restaurants. This is true. The cons, few local events or live music, difficult commute to Brooklyn and Lower Manhattan. That's cap. I, it is not a difficult commute. In a story, you have the N train that literally will take you to Manhattan. And it doesn't even take that long. Okay. You have the M60 bus that can take you over to Tribro, the RFK bridge. 
and take you straight there. The commute is not that bad. Let's be honest. The end, if it wasn't for the end line crossing over there, it would. I can see that. But the end um, is a is a lifesaver of sorts. It's, it's a beautiful neighborhood, nonetheless. Though I will say, beautiful waterfront as well. Um, the next one, Gramercy, Manhattan, an upscale neighborhood featuring a famed private park or stunning pre-war architecture. The pros. Walking distance to Madison Square Park and Madison Avenue, quiet and chill neighborhood, lots of activities around the area. Uh, the pro, the cons is one of Manhattan's more expensive neighborhoods, 44% higher than other New York City neighborhoods, and no parking. Congratulations. Of course there's no parking. You're in Manhattan, genius. All right, so the next one is Soho. Soho is abbreviated for South of Houston, basically a neighborhood south of Houston Street, Houston Street, however you pronounce it. Um, it says it's a downtown Manhattan neighborhood with boutique shopping that's been attracting artists since the 1970s. The pros of living here, it says, that it's a trendy artistic atmosphere, plenty of shopping, and easy access to all the subway lines. True. Um, cons of Soho always have lots of tourists around. Isn't that almost all of Manhattan now? <laughs> I guess. Now, that was the list. That was their list. Now, I'm going to go into... Uh, the Bronx. If I had to say, I'm looking at the map right now. If I had to say some of the nicest neighborhoods, definitely City Island. Um, shit, maybe Marble Hill. I can't think of too many damn good neighborhoods in the Bronx, and that's the sad part. But there are some though. City Island is one of my favorite neighborhoods. They have a uh, seafood restaurant over there called um, Johnny's. I, I hope it's still in existence because it's one of the best seafood restaurants, and it was also the first place I've ever tried frog legs. Yes, it does taste like chicken. Okay, now going to Queens, um, definitely I would say Flushing, um, Fresh Meadows, Kew Gardens, um, maybe Jackson Heights. Jackson Heights is hit or miss. You understand what I'm saying? Richmond Hill is also a nice neighborhood too. Very high affluent, Guyanese, Trinidadian neighborhood as well as also Ozone Park. Rockaway Park I think is pretty cool too. I think it's pretty safe. My wife used to live out there as well. Now in Brooklyn, you got Sheep's Head Bay. Brighton. Now, Brighton, um, the Sheep's Head Bay Brighton area is a big, big Russian area, but it's also very wealthy, too. Uh, Bensonhurst, Bay Ridge, Borough Park. Um, Bay Ridge used to be all Italian. Now it's all, not pretty much now an Asian neighborhood. Same thing is happening in Bensonhurst. Those used to be very big Italian neighborhoods. Like, if you were black, you did not go there in the 80s. You really did not. Yeah. Okay, so um, if I had to pick another uh, neighborhood... Um, in Brooklyn that I'd say was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. Fort Greene. My, hey, that's where I'm from. It, it, it's not as bad as it used to be. I will say that. It's very it's very hip to the scene, so it seems, uh, nowadays, as far as. Now, Staten Island, you don't hear shit from Staten Island. You're actually somewhat safe. I think northern, north, the north part of Staten Island is probably one you might want to watch out for, um, especially in Stapleton. Um, that's over there, not too far from the Staten Island Ferry. That area is a little bit iffy, a little bit sketchy. Um, but overall, I don't hear too much happening. Like I said, New York City as a whole is is somewhat changing, but the crime is still out of control, man. I, I will say the crime is baffling. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure some of you are tracking the the big thing with the Marine, the former Marine that choked out that guy, Jordan Neely. Yeah, that's that that's kind of a crazy scene in itself. I mean, there's a lot of mental illness happening around out there it's not funny it's pretty serious this should probably now this case should probably highlight this in a way it's and it's sad it, it, it takes for 
um, something bad to happen for us as humans to want to like take care of business. And that's sad. Why should it have to take for somebody to die to do that? Now, I'm kind of veering off course here, but uh, yeah. But yeah, those were apparently a list of some of the safest neighborhoods, which some I, uh, for, which for the most part, I, I agree with. Um, yeah. You know, you just pick and choose your places, man. There's going to be crime everywhere. I don't care any of these. I don't care how safe any of these neighborhoods are. There's a crime that's going to happen anywhere. As long as there's human beings and rational and irrational thinking, there will be crime everywhere. Just watch your back, no matter how safe your neighborhood is. Okay, so, hey, thank you for listening to this podcast. I'm wrapping it up. Stay tuned for tomorrow's episode, another New York City part four episode. Um, I think that one I'll be talking about the subways. Um, some of the subway lines, some of the best, some of the worst. Yeah, probably get into that a little bit tomorrow, uh, Lord willing. Um, so, hey, enjoy the rest of your Saturday. I know I will. Got a little things to do in the house. Stay tuned for tomorrow's episode. And, of course, send me an email at the Daily Mind Podcast at gmail.com. Send me a shout-out. Send me a hello. Send me a suggestion of an episode you think I should do. Okay? I, I, I'm always more than willing to listen. You, because you guys take a half hour of your day to listen to me. I will listen to whatever you have to tell me to do. Now, if you tell me to kill myself, I'm not listening to you. That's the one thing I'm not going to listen to. All right, so, hey, thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great day. Enjoy your evening. Do it again tomorrow. Sayonara.